Mic check, mic check. Where the f is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. Let me go ahead and get this turned down. What is going on, everybody? It's your boy A Double, and you're now tuned into episode 50. 50 of them things flying across the Atlantic, about to hit the shores of uh, do rags and boat shoes. Uh, man, 50 episodes. I can't believe uh, uh, y'all ain't tired of me yet. So, uh, good old episode 50. That's a uh, milestone. Um, you know, shout out to everybody uh, for listening. And, uh, you know, I got a small group of listeners, you know, a couple hundred, but, uh, you know what? I'm rocking with y'all every single day. Uh, make sure you follow the page on do, uh, do rags and boat shoes on more us. Uh, I'm pretty much done with Facebook. Uh, follow it on Twitter at, uh, do rags boat shoes. Um, and then you can follow me on Twitter at hope like dope. Um, follow, uh, me on more us or hit me up with a friend request on more us, you know, under Adrian Bradford. And uh, and Instagram under Omaha Hostage, uh, you can follow me there, and I always hit you with a follow back. And uh, yeah, on uh, Snapchat too, uh, you can catch me ranting. Usually when I'm when I'm in, stuck in a traffic jam, I'm always going on a rant, uh, just about dumb shit. But it's pretty funny though. I, I'm I'm pretty funny on Snapchat, and that that's it. Omaha Hostage also. So yeah, just follow me. Uh, make sure uh, you know. Yeah, make sure you get a good laugh, you know, I, I help people get through their work days because I know sometimes it's just a little bit, you know, a little bit boring at work and shit like that. That's why I always drop the podcast, you know, Wednesday morning so people can listen to it on the way to work or on their breaks and lunches, you know, throughout the day. So hopefully I can help y'all get through the day and, uh, you know, make the work work day a little bit easier for you because I know we all be going through some bullshit, uh, you know, black, white, red, yellow, green. You know, whatever color we are, we do be catching hell at these plantations. Um, specifically, you know, my people of color, but you know, some of my white folks too. Y'all be catching hell at the job too, and uh, yeah. So it is what it is. So let's go ahead and get uh, started on that summer jam screen. And I'm still shocked that we made it to 50 episodes. So just much love and respect to everybody. Um, first thing we're gonna put up on that summer jam screen is uh, Colin Kaepernick. He is. Um, <clears throat> mama calling me he is uh going to be starting uh the next game for the 49ers he's going to be the starting quarterback uh against the bills when the 49ers play the bills so that is what's up so let's see what the excuses are now because uh, right now they're saying the excuses for him uh kneeling during the national anthem is because he's a backup quarterback and he wants attention that's what these coons are saying and that's what these white folks are saying who are very critical of him bringing attention to these police killings and police brutality. Um, so now they're going to say that he used the kneeling and not his skills to get that starting job because the starting quarterback is what one in four. The current starting quarterback for the 49ers is one in four. Um, so let's see what the excuses are now. So I, I guarantee you somebody's going to come out with a hit piece or a think piece, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to call it more so a hit piece to assassinate this man's character is that all the attention he's gaining got him the starting role for the 49ers, yada, 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 whatever. So shout out to Colin Kaepernick, you know, good looking on you, you know, getting that uh, starting position. There is uh, nothing wrong with you fighting a good fight and bringing attention to uh, what's going on to people of color in the nation. And, uh, yeah, keep doing your thing. You know, his jerseys are being bought by, you know, black folks around the country. And that ain't nothing but love. And uh, he's donating those proceeds to different organizations across the country, you know, to help uh, people of color, you know, uh, combat the system of white supremacy, racism, white supremacy. So that is what's up. Much love and respect to that man there. Um, 
let's see i think the next thing we'll talk about is um i guess we'll talk about uh the the movie 13th uh it's a documentary uh by ava who uh who's done a lot of great things she did the movie selma um and she does that movie i think it's called queen sugar on uh own me and my wife watch it man like it's a good show but man that shit is depressing boy like you gotta be in a mode to watch that shit so basically the whole premise of that story i'm gonna go off on a little bit of tangent but it's a good show damn good show um but it's very it's, it's i'm not gonna say dark but it's depressing um which can go hand in hand but it's just it's heavy i should say heavy not depressing but heavy so basically um these kids uh they're all grown their uh their pops dies and he owns a sugarcane farm and it ain't been doing good for the past few years so now they're trying to rebuild it and then it goes around the stories like one of the daughters uh she manages her husband who's a who's a basketball player now he's caught up in some kind of scandal because he was basically bringing a stripper to the room to get a train ran on her by some of the players and she said it was rape and uh so they're fighting that scandal then you got the the baby boy he just got home from prison he got a little man's and he's trying to take care of him and you know he's doing what he can to keep the lights on and shit like that and then you got the other daughter who's basically you know she's a reporter uh or she's a freelance writer i believe she's sleeping with this undercover cop but she also sells weed on the side and so it, it their stories are heavy just the children's stories are so heavy you're like god damn can they catch a break but it, it's great writing um it's a good show but you just you got to be in the mood to watch it because i mean you come home from work and you didn't had a great day or a stressful ass day it's, it's gonna be like fuck these people got some problems you know it might even brighten your day but if you had a great day you come home and watch that you're gonna be in a you're gonna be in a mood like shit i need to pray for these people <laughs> you know even though it's just acting but going back to the netflix uh documentary 13 it's uh talking about the 13th amendment uh which is basically talking about you know you're free you know black folks are free uh they're no longer slaves unless you know you break the law and it's talking about the prison industrial complex um and mass incarceration so the whole documentary it you know it breaks down the history of it um of mass incarceration from you know when the people were um when uh, our people black folks were freed and then they start criminalizing everything that black folks were doing so basically they would give you hard time for loitering uh quote-unquote trespassing and things like that and then they start talking about how companies came into play with the uh um, into the prison industrial complex the whole system and they started using that free labor and then uh they actually uh, broke down a group called alec uh, which is basically a coalition of politicians and big businesses. They're all under one umbrella. It's called ALEC. I, I forgot what the acronym stands for, but you can look it up. A-L-E-C. Um, and this is very interesting. Uh, a lot of these uh, companies um, that's in ALEC are, you know, part of, you know, companies that have labor, you know, in the prisons. And so what so uh they would propose these laws and all i've heard of the group before i didn't know the name of it but they would propose these laws and basically they would give it to the congressman or congresswoman and all they had to do was basically take out like it would read they would read it verbatim and it would say have a space to say insert state like massachusetts or something like that and uh and they were showing uh people on the floor getting exposed there was one politician that was proposing something and then another politician called him out was like hey aren't you part of aren't you part of alec and the guy was like no and then he's like well that's interesting because i went to their website and this is the same exact letter font uh, letterhead everything only thing and you're reading this verbatim and he pretty much looked like he had pie on his face so um i say that to say this these companies like i told you before that's why people of color specifically black folks need to get these politicians in their back pockets because they are nothing but you know paid puppets that's all they are they're not for the people most of them aren't they're just paid puppets and <clears throat> so once that was exposed and um 
people really started fighting the good fight a lot of companies dropped out of alec and i i want i want people to kind of uh, not ride this wave you have this uh the wave right now you have these politicians talking about we need to have prison reform and we need to get out these non-violent offenders so this this reform it just means a reformation a different formation so basically i don't know what's going to happen but something is going to happen because these big businesses are pulling out like um there's a company um uh, was it Sears or either JC Penney's? One of them uh, stores, uh, department stores. They the the jeans company that they use to make their jeans. They stopped dealing with them because they use they got shunned so much because they were using prison labor. And the same thing happened. I didn't even notice with Victoria's Secret. The company Victoria's Secret was using to make the sweatsuits and the excuse me the panties and the tops and shit like that was using prison labor. They got shunned so much um, that they pretty much stopped and um so you look at what's going on right now you got these politicians you know think acting like they're on the people's side and like yeah we need to get these non-violent offenders out and uh you know they need to be home and we need to stop locking them up and giving them heavy time and then you start seeing that um they want to start doing uh like putting these ankle bracelets or these wrists or just a regular bracelet on people that monitors them by gps and what company and there's a company that makes it and that company is with alec so something something is going on here um where it's morphing from having that labor inside prison to moving that labor outside is what i'm thinking because this reminds me just you have these celebrities coming out talking about the prison industrial complex and talking about uh, how we need to stop locking up people, you know, for nonviolent offenses and things of that sort. Some, something is going on. This reminds me of, um, well, I'm not that old, but back in the Clinton era when you had so many celebrities and high profile names coming out talking about the crime bill and all what bill clinton's gonna do for crime and all this other stuff and you have black folks jumping on board with that too and i feel like this is the same thing that's happening but with some sort of reform and having non-violent offenders at home but being heavily monitored so i don't know if it's going to be a situation where they have these people with these gps anklets or bracelets you know doing working for cheaper somewhere um being in some sort of jobs program where it'll be free labor or something like that and they try to write it off as the, this person learning a skill that they'll have to do and so i don't i don't want people riding that wave just yet because when you see a politician and so many politicians jumping on something you know somebody has their hand in their back pocket stuffing it with cash because something shady is about to happen this is about to morph into something else i'm gonna keep investigating i don't know what it is but i've been the only thing that i really found out was just you know the gps tracking you know people wearing bracelets and anklets so i don't know what else is going to happen what's going to get passed through legislation and turn into some kind of federal law with uh, non-violent offenders when they're going to start putting these people on house arrest you know locking them up outside of the jail you know having them being a prisoner in their own homes um so i don't want people to start jumping on that wave just fucking yet but um definitely watch that documentary on netflix if you have it uh, i know pretty much everybody and their mama got a netflix account or they know somebody's password and username so definitely make sure you check that out um very very dope documentary it really wasn't saying anything that i didn't know you know uh, maybe about the alec thing and uh you know just how corporations were basically you know have their hand into legislation and things of that source but it just it really has me thinking like what is the next wave what are they going to do next to people you know specifically people of color because you had this whole you know you had the prison system booming you know from the late 70s up until now and now they're talking about you know uh giving people less time and putting people on house arrest and it's like well what's in it for you meaning the politicians and the government what is in it for you what is in it for these corporations you know there's big bucks to be made for that company that makes the the anklets and the bracelets for the gps tracking system 
but what else is there it, it just reminds me because uh some people are on probation so you're always paying that monthly fine and you got to pay the fee to take the drug test and shit so that sort so it makes you think you know are they going to start finding these people so heavy that they can't pay these fines and go and put them right back in jail or in prison or what so are they like i said before or are they going to put them in some sort of jobs program where basically they'll learn a quote-unquote new skill but they won't be paid for it the, the time that they're learning and they're actually completing some low menial task uh to create you know some kind of product for a company so i just i don't i don't want people you know riding this wave just yet because it just seems it seems a little iffy right now it seems very very iffy so i just want y'all to you know when you see so many people you know you know riding a wave you you know something is up something is up especially especially when it's like a bunch of high profile names celebrities and stuff teaming up with politicians you know something is up something something iffy is up so that's all i really got to say about that but just make sure you check out that uh that pod not the podcast but that documentary 13 or 13 on uh netflix so being on that same page it looks like um hove was uh he uh has a documentary that he's working with the weinstein company um about uh, about the young man who served three years on rikers island uh for a crime he didn't commit and basically they just kept pushing back his court date for like three years and he spent two years in solitary confinement um you know he was freed all charges dropped but you know his mind was so fucked up and gone and from him getting his ass whooped by other inmates and from the prison guards and being in solitary confinement for two years you know not seeing the light of day that uh you know the young man hung himself so hove is about to do a, a documentary about that to bring light to what's going on you know with these folks who are locked up but the thing is he's doing it with the weinstein company and as you guys know, um, there was the the email leaks um, that happened not too long ago, and it showed an email from uh, Harvey Weinstein to uh, some of Hillary's top people. And this was back when uh, Bernie was still in the race, and he was basically telling her her people that they need to shift the focus, you know, try to shut Bernie up about the whole black lives matter police brutality thing shut that up and you know try to spin it and start talking about sandy hook you know so that just shows that you know the weinstein company is very comfortable making money off of black pain but they don't give a fuck about black issues that's pretty much what it's saying um so the email was you know just telling hillary clinton's people that they need to spin you know what bernie sanders is saying and they need the hillary camp need to the clinton camp needs to focus on sandy hook and you know pulling on the heartstrings of uh not black folks but you know white america so that just shows you where his his mind is at and um how uh a lot of these big wigs be thinking you know so that's so take it how you want uh will i watch the documentary uh maybe if it's up on like netflix or something like that i'm not gonna pay for it because i'm not gonna give the weinstein company any of my money uh just because of you know the thought process of how this man was thinking um and you know how i am so it's right now on my fuck list is fuck century link you know for uh dropping uh fam dropping brandon uh from the broncos and um you know so fuck century link and uh it's fuck subway you know because subway knew about jared touching them little kids and taking them trips you know overseas to uh find the little girls and shit like that and they didn't do nothing about it until it came to light so fuck subway and fuck century link and right now it's fuck the weinstein company i gotta look up what company what actual um what actual studio that he owns um so fuck them eat a dick um moving on i guess we'll talk about uh birth of a nation i went and seen that this past weekend uh great movie dope film um you know uh th there was a bunch of hit pieces from uh negroes and white folks alike uh came out you know wanting this man to basically admit to something that he's always proclaimed his innocence of and was found not guilty of in court 
um, they wanted him to apologize, you know, for something that he didn't do. He claims he didn't do, and the court found that he didn't do it. Uh, he was found not guilty, and you you could tell, you know, further and further as we got closer to the release of the movie, he was just getting more irritated that this was coming to, you know, that people were trying to force some shit on him and force him to do something that he didn't he didn't do, you know, force him to admit to something that he didn't do, you know. And I've never seen this happen with a Woody Allen, uh, with a Roman Polanski, um, with uh, with Rob Lowe, none of his movies, um, in any other stars. You haven't seen this happen, you know, for somebody to go on a smear campaign for the media and for Negroes to go on a smear campaign leading up to the release of a very... that could have been a very large blockbuster film and a bit very powerful p- film looking at the times that we are in and uh hollywood a big wig has said that that it's unfortunate that his personal issues have you know put a dim on the movie today because it should have done better than it did um they you know it's being reported that the movie only made seven million dollars which is I don't know. I don't know how it only made that much. And it opened in over 2000 theaters across the country. And you've seen so many people, you know, uh, you know, tweeting their uh, tickets and things of that sort. Um, It's wild. I think some shady shit happened. Um, There was a few people online talking about that they got the wrong tickets. Excuse me for the movie. And, uh, you know, they had to go back and get the right ones. Um, if you look, there's a website called STL American. They ran an article about uh, Why Did I Get Married, a Tyler Perry film, uh, when it first came out. And there was numerous people reporting that they got, you know, tickets to like Resident Evil and uh, different movies like that to kind of fuck with his, uh, with his sales, to fuck with Tyler Perry's sales. And it still had a great open. It still was number one this opening weekend at the box office. Um, so I, I suspect that that happened with this movie. Um, hopefully it'll have a, 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 a gradual climb, a great burn. And, uh, you know, it just burns bright going on. Hopefully more people will see it this weekend and um, this upcoming weekend and support the film, support the brother. Um, it's, it's, it's a dope movie. It's a really great movie. If you don't know what it's about, it's basically um, a depiction of uh, Nat Turner, who, uh, who basically led a slave revolt, you know, throughout, uh, throughout uh, these plant- different plantations near his own plantation uh, for a couple days. And uh, it, the movie was it was tough to watch at times um, just because you seen how the Bible was used to enslave black folks and to keep them docile and to keep them uh, respecting their quote unquote masters and the, uh, the misses of the house. And, uh, you know, towards the end of the film, he started to realize for, you know, every chapter or verse that was talking about being submissive to your master, there was, you know, a chapter about revenge and, you know, not laying down. So it was the yin and the yang of the Bible and him going around to different plantations and seeing how masters and uh, overseers treated uh, black folks at different plantations. It really just kind of broke his heart. And, um, there was one scene at the very, very end uh, where basically during the revolt, um, during the revolt, uh, you know, they went to this one slave house and uh, one of the young slave boys who was with Nat Turner, it was his original plantation, he snitched. He ran off and, you know, gave his master a heads up. So at the end, you know, after they're, they're hanging him, uh, this is a spoiler. It's whatever. You already knew that they hung him if you knew your history. Um, they showed the boy watching, you know, Nat Turner being hung and he's shedding a tear. And then they show his face morphing into a man and he starts fighting for the U.S. Army. And um, I thought that was brilliant right there because he just showed that he was assimilated. It was showing that he bought into the bullshit ass American dream even though he was a slave he thought he was going to be free uh you know he thought that he was you know being being free being part of the army I just thought that that was kind of a slight because you know growing up in the hood and growing up 
you know, with a lot of strong black folks, you were just told not to join the armed forces because why should you fight for a country, you know, that treats you like a, a stranger or a second class citizen? You, you don't you don't do that that's something you don't do and that's why muhammad ali was stripped of his title and you know did those years in prison you know and um it was it you know they thought you know i think that it showed that you know a lot of black folks think that they could you know fight their way to be assimilated you know fighting with you know uh those who don't necessarily like them and understand them fighting with them you know thinking it it'll bring them closer together and being a proud american or something like that so that was a very dope scene uh you know at the end and i i was just like okay i see what you did there so uh you know it just it seemed like the young man was being uh you know he was being complicit you know he was okay i give up i'll just be a part of this and i'll do your dirty work for you that's that's what i took from it you know my wife uh, she she thought he was fighting for the union and all this other stuff, but it was it was an American flag flying behind him. It wasn't a union flag, uh, but you know that was just her take on it. Uh, and she was laughing and said, "I guess that's just the white folks' take on it." I was like, "Yeah, it is." Um, but it just it just showed, you know, if you get beat down so much, you know, some folks, you know, they can get beat down all their whole life. And they'll still be a you know a sucker for love or a sucker for pain and you know needing that that butter biscuit you know so to speak. So it was a very great film. Um, there was one scene where uh, where which was a, a dope ass scene to me. It was uh, basically um, they were uh, the the overseer and the slave master. Uh, Nate's master was coming to him. Uh, and uh they was confronting him i forgot about what i don't know if it was about homeboy's uh wife it was about something else it was it was something and uh they were about to and uh and there was a pastor with them and the pastor started you know quoting these scriptures about being submissive and then nat would come back with something about revenge and all this other stuff and that was just that was a dope ass scene to see them go back and forth and him shut that pastor up you know and uh and you know once they uh you know they was whooping on that before the revolt happened his right his mans you know had a block of wood and was ready to you know whoop some ass but you know nat hit him with the nah not right now but i thought that was that was a dope ass scene you always need somebody on your team who you know who ain't scared to you know catch a body with you and catch an ass whooping or give an ass whooping with you so you always need those kind of people on your team and that's why i only got you know two best friends i got two really 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 close friends who i know that arrive with me you know shit hits the fan and they know i do the same for them so you always need them kind of people in your life but definitely go see that fucking movie um you know i might even see it twice you know if i get ch get a chance to you know maybe next weekend i'll go see it i will go see it twice um it's a great film um and the thing that i liked about it there wasn't you know any white folks you know there was no white saviors you know uh so many times we have these movies um you know these slave movies or these movies set back in the day and you got you know some white person you know doing the most for them and all this other shit some fake white liberal you know who's doing all this other nonsense to them and uh it, this movie didn't have it it didn't have it didn't need it uh it was a great depiction of the story uh there were some people writing hit pieces talking about this isn't uh you know this isn't this isn't historically accurate and all this other yada 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 nonsense but they weren't writing hit pieces on gods of egypt when you had a white irishman playing egyptians so you know help help me understand that you know and you had a, a white scottish dude or whatever the where the fuck wrestle crow is playing moses so you know this was nothing but uh you know it was something it was something disgusting because it just felt like a whole conspiracy to uh, shit on this brother and the shit on this film that he was making. That's all it was, and it was not cool. Um, it was a great movie, and it's a movie that's needed in these times. And I recommend every black person go see it, and every person should just go see the film. It's a it's a great film. I definitely I give it an eight and a half out of ten. You know, um, great movie 
great movie it's not it's not this black man just going around killing white folks left and right the revolt scene is very small um it just builds up to that and then what happens afterwards you know is amazing also um just showing you know uh what happens you know when you stand up for yourself and inspire others you know and it, it makes you feel proud you will come out you know some folks you know might shed a tear uh you know i was very quiet i was reflecting on it you know i was just thinking about the, that last image you know so um definitely go see it definitely go see this film um you know i know a lot of these negroes who were on twitter and facebook and social media talking shit i know they snuck into a theater to see it um and uh there was even a hit piece uh somebody wrote talking about the film uh had black women getting raped to redeem black masculinity and all this other shit it's like what the fuck are you even talking about like slave masters and overseers wasn't raping black women black girls even black men and boys left and right like i i i don't understand it uh and you know a lot of these negroes did that for a pat on the head and to get clicks on their blogs and their websites you know and to get some of that google adsense money but uh you know it just shows what people would do to keep the fucking lights on and i said this before and i'll say it again this is how you see uh so many folks you know uh being co-opted into movements and shit like that who were you know uh a lot of them are older now but you know there was a bunch of them in the civil rights era who was sitting up shucking and jiving and wagging their fingers at dr king and malcolm x and some of the panthers also you know talking about shit we got it good right now i don't know what's wrong with these niggas you know shit like that but then once they get older they're talking about yeah i was with dr king here and we marched on selma and da 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 no the fuck you wasn't you had a fucking slab of half a slab of ribs in your hands and you was fucking dancing at the juke joint with your lying ass you know or you was up there being critical trying to be one of the fake bourgeoisie niggas you know out here talking that shit and being uh talking about we got it good now there's nothing wrong and you know you got a couple dollars in your pocket i don't know what's wrong because you thinking about me you wasn't thinking about we and then you see that you fucked up and now you talking about oh i did this that and the third during these eras these civil rights eras you know ass didn't do shit and that's the same people who are doing shit right now who's writing these hit pieces and these think pieces and wants the people that's out here on the ground putting that work in and building the economic base and we start making a better future for our children when your ass is old with your great grandchildren you gonna be lying and talking about what the fuck you done did but there are digital receipts for your monkey ass so that's all i gotta say about that though and as always don't be the next get tested on that summer jam screen i smoke rocks i smoke rocks i moved on her actually you know she was down in palm beach i moved on her and i failed i'll admit it Whoa. I did try and She was married. It's huge news, Sarah. I know, Nancy. Yeah. No, this was. And I moved on her very heavily. In fact, I took her out furniture shopping. She wanted to get some furniture. I said, I'll show you where that's some nice furniture. <laughs> I took her out furniture. I moved on her like a bitch. But I couldn't get there. And she was married. And all of a sudden, I see her. She's now got the big phony tits and everything. She's totally changed her look. She's your girl's hot as shit. In the purple. Whoa! Yes! Whoa! Yes, the Donald is good. Whoa! <laughs> oh, my man! Wait, wait, you gotta look at me when you get out of here. Can you give me the thumbs up? You are a You gotta put the thumbs up. You gotta get the thumbs up. Can't be too happy. Can you give me the thumbs up? Okay, P2 happy. Can you give me the thumbs up? Are you and I will walk in? Maybe it's a different one. Better not be the publicist. No, it's her. Yeah, that's her. With the gold. I gotta use some Tic Tacs just in case they start kissing her. You know, I'm automatically attracted to beautiful. I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. You just kiss. I don't even wait. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab them by the pussy. I can do anything. Look at those legs. All I can see is the legs. No, it looks good. Come on, shorty. Oh, nice legs, huh? Oof, get out of the way, huh? That's good legs. Go ahead. Take those good if you don't fall out of the bus. Like Ford, Gerald Ford, remember? <laughs> that mullet. Oh, that's hell. Come on, Ford. 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 Come on,
All right, so that is your man's Donald Trump, Jay Trump, talking about uh, he put keep some Tic Tacs with him just in case he wants to automatically starts kissing these women, and uh, they let you just grab him by the pussy, and uh, supposedly this is uh, locker room talk. Out of all the locker rooms I've been in, we haven't talked about that. We go talk about how cute the lady is. Or something like that uh, We'll talk about some nasty shit Like you know I don't know like Blowing out boogers or some shit like that um, Maybe taking a shit A very violent shit You know something like that You know we'll Talk about knocking the shit out of somebody You know on the field Or you know somebody got dunked on You know calling somebody a little bitch Or something like that but I've never heard anybody say that they gonna you know grab a chick by the pussy you know just go on up there and just grab her by the pussy um that is wild and uh maybe he plans on grabbing isis by the pussy now as you've seen in the debates uh this past was that monday they uh you know asked him about it and he's talking about he's going to defeat isis they asked him about it again uh you know he said you know bill clinton has done worse and he's you know, uh, actually laid hands on women and things like that. And he had some of the accusers sitting front row in the audience, which is tough. Um, but the GOP is still standing by him. And there are women who are out here campaigning for him, you know, saying that, you know, this is just locker room talk. This is a private conversation, yada, yada, yada. I don't know any man who talks about walking up and grabbing some chick by the pussy. Uh, off rip like I, I i don't know i mean uh, we might be very blunt but i don't know anybody who's talking about sexual assault i don't know any of my friends who talk like that um I, I, it's wild and uh and so here's the jig so the gop is uh basically supporting this man um they're standing by him uh, paul ryan came out and said that he's you know going to continue to stand by him uh, you know, uh, even though he doesn't like his comments, so it's like, how do you distance yourself and still support somebody? You, you know, you can't walk both sides. You know, you can't walk that line between the sun and the moon. You can't do it. Um, you know, uh, and uh, now, you know, it sparked up a debate. Uh, as always, they bring black folks into it. So whenever a white person does something wrong, we have to blame black folks. So then, you know, we're blaming rappers. We're we're blaming, you know, them franchise boys. I seen that. I seen a tweet from a woman, uh, some conservative leader uh, of some group uh, on a campus in Florida. Maybe she said them franchise boys. So I think she just Googled popular rappers from 2006 i think that's what she did and she compiled a list um you know but hopefully them franchise boys can get some work um hopefully it brings them to the light and you know hey they grabbing pussy in their white tees i guess and they're setting off nuclear missiles in their white tees um yeah but every single time we bring some issue to the light it's always well what about the negroes what about these niggers what about these spades what about these coons what about these porch monkeys what about these moon crickets what about these jungle bunnies they do it all the time like uh last year with the confederate flag uh, you had your man don lemonade don lamone uh up here talking about does this word offend you when we're talking about we're offended by the confederate flag people are fucking fed up with it uh he held up the word nigger then we had to bring up a discussion about the n-word you know when we should be focusing on the flag we should be focusing on donald trump you know talking greasy and talking crazy about women and grabbing them by the pussy and having access to nuclear arms and he has twitter fingers like no one else this man has a he's an egomaniac but we up here want to talk about two chains them franchise boys we don't want to talk about mems this is why i'm hot we want to we want to deflect from that and it's not we it's the mainstream media and white folks it's always let's blame the negroes we can even take it back to don i don imus when he was talking about nappy headed hoes and then we we're like oh but rappers say it all the time rappers say it all the time don imus i think he went on oprah and apologized and went on this apology tour and he got his show back he right back on the air um anytime 
something anytime a white person fucks up in public or is caught on tape it's always what about the negroes you know what about them blacks what about rap music it's always that shit and i'm tired of that fucking jig and black folks need to stop fucking falling for it i don't even care if you're on cnn trying to defend rap music don't even fucking show up because it's fucking stupid it has nothing to do with you it's a fucking smokescreen it's a deflection it's to take attention off of the real issue at hand we have a man running from president talking about his celebrity lets him do anything he wants to a woman he can put some tic tacs in his mouth and he can just walk up to a woman and kiss her he can walk up to her and just grab her by the fucking pussy and it's because of fear it's because they know that he's a powerful man he has powerful lawyers ain't nobody gonna believe what the fuck that old man trump did to somebody you know so that's what it is he has power and celebrity and money on his side that's why he feels that he can do what he wants you know and uh and the GOP is just selling hope like dope. That's what the fuck it is. And so, so many people are out here defending Trump and your party is going down in flames. That's what it is. You look at your leader. You didn't let these poor races and the uh, silent majority. I'm looking at y'all. The silent majority is a lot. Silent majority ain't nothing but these uh, closet racists. That's all the slight silent majority means. It means a uh, uh, closet racist. That's all the fuck that it means. That's when they talk about the silent majority. It's the people who are silent on issues. Silent white folks who are silent on issues, but they're deep down. They're fucking racist. That's what the silent majority is um but y'all are just you know the gop just selling hope like dope that's all it is you know they're trying to they're trying to uh you know you still you know you can't shit on my plate you know throw some ramen noodles over it and talking about here you go here's a here's a new japanese cuisine motherfucker is still shit you know so that's what they're doing with donald trump they're trying to dress up a fucking turd to put in the white house that's what they're doing it's still a piece of shit you put on a suit you know, you spray tan it, the color of a Cheeto is still a piece of shit. And we're, and black folks are falling for this jig, you know, writing these think pieces, talk, defending rap and all this other shit. Don't defend it. It's a fucking smokescreen. You're, you're bringing attention. You're just falling for the fucking okie doke. That's what you're doing. So you telling me Donald Trump back in 2005 was listening to Jermaine Dupri and Bow Wow and Ja Rule and uh 50 cent and he was like oh these 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 young hip men are grabbing women by the pussy i can do it too this motherfucker probably been doing this type of shit for years you heard how smug he was in the conversation so don't tell me that motherfucking cadillac tie is influencing donald trump get the fuck out of here and this whole this whole election is a joke i was speaking with my lawyer uh earlier today and he was like man what the fuck he's like have you seen are you watching this election are you paying attention he's like what the hell i'm like i'm like you got hillary who's qualified but she's a fucking criminal and then you got donald trump and he was like yeah i don't know how the hell he got up there he's just he's a he's a lunatic and i'm like it's 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 amazing that we the people let it get to this point and that's what happens when we don't pay attention you know, this is what happens when we do not pay attention and we don't exercise our rights. This is what happens. This is what the, these are the two options that they're giving us. But you still got third party options. You know what I'm saying? But this is what they're trying to shove down our fucking throats. You know, Hillary is just I think what bothers me about Hillary, besides the super predator co comments and the whole crime bill thing, is that she she's just always in your fucking face just all the time it was like okay now she's the first lady okay cool did that for eight years after that she was senator of new york and then she ran for president lost she you know I, I still don't forget all the racist shit the racist undertones her campaign ran against barack obama and then how she was talking about she was having the working white folks in her pocket she thought that back in uh 07 08 you know you thought wrong so i won't forget that and i think and i don't know why barack obama is being so loyal to his party you know with this woman running and uh, you know backing her and trying to wag his finger at us like shaming us like you better go to the polls and hillary's gonna continue my legacy nigga please motherfucker please you know and so and 
it's like he's too forgiving you know he's trying to be everybody's president but in a situation like that i wouldn't you know i couldn't rock with hillary like that you know i'm like eh you know god bless you know i wish you well you know i do some shit like that but that's why my black ass ain't running for president but i'm too young right now anyways going back to the situation at hands with these two fucks that we got running for this uh for running for president it's 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 all bullshit it's bullshit and it's like how much shit can donald trump get away with you know he started his fucking campaign out calling mexicans rapist and then i don't know if y'all peeped on the, the debate there was an undecided muslim voter like woman you're a muslim a muslim and you're undecided N- nigga what is your problem and so and she's talking about what what is he going what are they going to do to basically you know decriminalize you know uh, the stigma going around uh, with muslim americans and things like that this motherfucking donald trump looked her straight in the face and uh i'm paraphrasing here and told her uh you know you guys are terrorists but some of you are good and if you know any terrorists you need to report them that's what the fuck he looked her in the face and told her didn't even bat a fucking eye you know didn't say with a grin or a smirk or joke and he he was telling his truth he looked that woman dead in her face and said most of your people are terrorists a lot of them are we need you to tell on them we need you to snitch on them you know and it's man and if you wasn't undecided then your ass better be decided now so that's that's you know it, it's wild just seeing this shit you know it, it it gets me revved up gets my blood boiling that we let it get to this point and then you try to talk to some older black folks you know about what they gonna do and they think you know uh you know they think uh you know a vote for uh hillary is gonna hurt donald trump you know but a vote for hillary is nothing but do you want to get shot in the face with trump or do you want to get stabbed in your back about 50 times from hillary it's like choose your death you want a quick death or a slow death you're still gonna die but you know you choose you know and so i just wish my people would understand that they need to start voting with a demand you know that's that's what we really need to do start voting with the demand and we need to stop being out in this motherfucker just naked and praying and marching and singing a sad song you know we need to really put our money where our mouths are and uh, we need to keep fighting the good fight the in, in a new way not the old way a new way you know we we, we got what is it a, almost a trillion dollars in spending power you, you know what we need to do with that money you know we need to stop fucking with corporations and companies that you know support some of these suspected white supremacists and we need to put some of these you know politician a lot of these politicians in our pocket we can't buy them we rent them that's that's word to you know dr claude anderson but that's all i gotta really say about selling hope like dope you know the gop party is doing it and uh you know it's it's sad um the whole political system this whole run right now is fucking sad and it's sorry this portion of do rags and boat shoes has been brought to you by the letter l as in hey yo my guy my hands are full give me a hand here can you hold this l hey john in tennessee what you think about this that shit is fucking trash dog get the fuck off the airways oh john come on man that's too much it's too much somebody get that man's phone from him speaking of phones holding this l this week uh we have to have uh samsung holding this l uh it's being reported that even the replacement phones for the samsung note 7 galaxy note 7 that motherfucker is exploding so um yeah uh they uh, i think it was abc uh ran a story a brother was asleep and uh he woke up to a whole bunch of smoke in his bedroom and he looked to the side and his fucking phone his replacement phone exploded on him so now samsung is urging all users to you know power down take that battery out and uh you know don't fuck don't even fuck with the phone and then uh a lot of uh companies uh cell companies cell phone companies are you know uh as far as service providers i should say cell phone service providers are replacing those phones uh with different phones i don't know what kind but i'm gonna tell y'all this you need to stop being part of that green bubble gang and come on over here to the iphone gang gang bang bang that's what y'all need to do um you know i i get tired of seeing green bubbles 
all the fucking time and uh i get tired of trying to send a handwritten note especially uh to a lot of my co-workers and things like that and other folks and they just like oh i just got a black box that's because your fucking phone is trash b that's why so go ahead take that bum ass samsung phone into at&t verizon sprint cricket metro pcs and go and get you another phone i don't know if uh motherfucking uh boost mobile is trading them out they probably they're probably not but uh go to those other providers get you a goddamn iphone and be a part of this blue bubble gang bang bang okay so i can leave my read receipts on so you know that i done read your fucking iMessage, message but i ain't about to hit you back because i got shit to do you win perfect all right so moving on to not all heroes wear capes um this is going to be uh about me it's your mans i'm not a hero i am a hero i just don't wear a cape um and i'm gonna give you some rules for cuffing season even though i'm married i know a little bit about cuffing season uh, back in the day i know you know the season runs from that last week of september you know to about uh, i'm gonna say that second week in april that's what i'm gonna say because you know most folks go to march but you know we it might be a little chilly in march and then you you know you didn't drop your star player and then you start hitting her back and next thing you know she's like fuck you and fuck everything about you you know so that's why I say it runs till April, that second week in April. That's when it starts getting into the, you know, the the, the mid 60s and some some sundresses start popping out, you know, and then that's when you like, okay, season's over. So last week of September through, you know, that second week in April, okay? It's gonna be a little rainy, but it's gonna be a hot rain in April. You know, it ain't that cold rain that you get now in October and the beginning of November. You know that makes you want to just sit up you know cuddle you know rub on some hips you know rub on the ass and cup you know cup a titty or two you know this this is locker room talk <laughs> no but so it's cuffing season so i'm gonna give y'all some rules for cuffing season this is for men and women i'm talking to my ladies and my fellas you know y'all got to get on the same page we don't want nothing crazy we don't want to see nobody getting stabbed in their neck on snapchat okay so the first rule for cuffing season, before you even start the draft, ladies and gentlemen, I, y'all need to do your research before drafting, okay? You need to know if the motherfucker got a baby mama or a baby daddy, okay? And you need to know about these mental issues, you know? You know, stalk their social media, you know? See if they got social media issues. If the chick is always, you know, putting every fucking problem that she done got, you know somebody that you know ran over her toe you know with a with a cart you know at the family fair or the bakers slash dylan's or what it what what the fuck ever and she put it on there and how she want to you know chop a bitch head off with a rusty blade and all this other shit and how it ruined her day you might want to stay away from her you, you might want to stay away from her and then ladies if the fella is emotional talking about his boss is uh you know sticking his fingers in his ass and you know got him acting like a puppet and all this other shit and he wish he could do something about it you know if he always whining and complaining and his status are always dark and dim and grim you, you leave that nigga alone because that nigga got some problems you know he might try to slap you a couple times you know until you punch him dead in his fucking mouth okay so you don't need them kind of issues so always do your research before drafting okay that's what i need you to do so number one excuse me do your damn research stalk their social media you know you, you might have a mutual friend or two you know talk to them do your homework you're gonna thank me later okay um because you know after you break up after the season's over once it gets warm and the mother sun dresses start popping out and you know or other niggas trying to be cute in some gray sweatpants and no draws trying to have a dick swinging around you know you hey you know you don't want nobody putting your business out there of what happened between september and april okay so that's why you want to do your research and you don't want to you know catch a case or two that's why you need to do your damn research number two all right you want to wrap it up you know 
fellas you know i know the whole wave on twitter is to shoot the club up going in raw but i hope you know them is fucking jokes you know you don't you know ladies i know it's cute i know you like getting your club shot up but this is cuffing season this ain't this ain't somebody who's marriage material you know you just need somebody to blow your back out from september to april you know that second week in april that's all you need you know somebody who's gonna fuck you and feed you you know and then fellas the same thing um because neither one of y'all y'all don't want hiv and y'all don't want a key a kid okay you don't want a kid you don't want the hiv that's you don't want that okay so always wrap it up and be safe you know the last thing that you want is to have a kid by a cuffing season fling you know what i'm saying now you stuck 18 years dealing with a nigga you hate you know what i'm saying or you dealing with a chick that you hate so you know wrap it up that's number two wrap it up all right number three when them holidays roll around thanksgiving and christmas y'all spend them motherfuckers separately spend them separately don't go hanging out with her folks don't go hanging out with his folks this is only cuffing season this is just to pass the time while the snow's on the ground and shit like that you don't want to be wasting gas and slipping and sliding on the ice you know you just want to netflix and chill that's that's all it is you know you don't go meet your cuddy buddy's family that's what you you don't do that because after the season over it's gonna be awkward you run into her uncle and he talking about hey you done you where, where my niece at you know and you up here you got two 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 chicks on your arm and you like oh uh, shit i don't know it's awkward right you don't want to deal with that and then ladies you don't want to run into you know your cuddy buddy's uh mama and she's like hey when the next time you coming over you know you gonna come to church with me you just like hey that nigga was just some dick you know that nigga was just fucking me and feeding me that's it he was just passing the time and he had a strong wi-fi connection that was it but you don't want to tell that man's mama that okay so that's why them two holidays christmas and thanksgiving y'all spend them separately okay but new year's is cool y'all can spend time together on new year's you know uh i would say uh fucking uh valentine's day uh y'all yeah that's a little iffy you know that's a little iffy some of y'all gonna slip up and you know start raw dogging that night and then next thing you know you got a little badass scorpio baby like me so you know hey like i said go back to number two wrap it up b but you know you could spend a little time you know don't do nothing crazy some of these niggas is crazy out here with uh, ladies you know they gonna fuck around and uh you know give you a promise ring and act like it's an engagement ring on valentine's day you know because they want to be stunting for the gram niggas just do some roses and do some chocolates that's it that's it and then y'all go to a nice little dinner and a movie boom you're good son that's it send them flowers to her job so she'd be like oh woo and all that other shit but putting that motherfucking card it's only cuffing season you know what i'm saying don't be out here buying jewelry and all that shit you know k jewelers and zales always had a little cheap ass 49 dollar you know silver earrings and uh, a silver necklace piece don't do it my nigga don't do it because that box is beautiful and you're gonna fuck around and have a girlfriend all right and ladies same thing don't go and buy that nigga some jays or some shit on valentine's day no it's about you just accept the the chocolates and the roses and you know throw that ass in a circle for him you know don't go you know buying him some shit and then the nigga gonna act like you know then you gonna fuck around and have a boyfriend and then you gonna find out after cuffing season that this nigga done slung dick all through the you know metropolitan area so you know be cool just accept the chocolates and accept the flowers that's all you need to do okay and the last one i'm gonna say stay low all season you know fellas you know niggas gonna be commenting on your girl's ig and she's not your girl but your cuddy buddy's ig your instagram you know don't be up here arguing with niggas in the comments and shit like that just know that you hitting that and it's all good you know what i'm saying these niggas can lust out after all day till the goddamn cows come home but you got her for cutting season you know what i'm saying i mean cuffing season not cutting season but you are gonna be doing some cutting you know what i'm saying but go back to number two and wrap it up um and the same thing for the ladies you know what i'm saying just hey same thing be cool you know a chick might put a little some hearts under a, uh you know your, your cuddy buddy's uh ig or something like that you know hey don't go in there arguing 
don't do that because you know what you only need the dick and the food that's it you just passing the time that's it some good wine some good dick and some good food that's all it is for a uh, cuffing season that's all it is it ain't nothing more now if y'all want to build after that that's when you start stunting on the gram okay you stun a little bit just a little bit you know dinner plates um, y'all holding hands you know in the downtown area of your city you know things like that if it you know continues to blossom and grow and turn into something beautiful dope but don't the key is don't do too much and wrap it up you know what i'm saying like i said in number two you don't want hiv and you don't want a kid so y'all keep that in mind please please keep that in mind during this cuffing season and um there's gonna be ladies there's gonna be some dirtball ass niggas out there if you got a couple of little ones be weary because some of these niggas want to take your uh income tax money and try to flip a brick or two you know they want to they want to flip an eighth of an ounce or some shit they want to get a couple couple ozs you know they want to take your tax money and get on with or some shit and these niggas ain't never hustled a day in their life so just be wary of them niggas who coming around especially if you got about four kids you know and this nigga the first thing out of his mouth when he commenting you know when he's stepping to you about cuffing season is did you work this year or how many kids you got so you be on the fence about that you know because that nigga want to get on with your tax money and you know he gonna linger around you know if you filed your taxes later in the year he gonna linger around till about may you know after that april 15th deadline you know for your taxes you know but that's if you gotta pay him but still you know niggas is slow so he gonna linger around until you get that money but if you get that money you keep that money that's your money you done worked hard all year and thank president uh former president bill clinton for giving you that huge tax break and don't be no sucker just because he didn't hit that special spot now you done gave this nigga thirty five hundred dollars and you ain't seen this nigga in three months until that money run out or until he get locked up because he was trying to buy dope off of undercover by the name of steve okay so ladies fellas remember the rules do your research before drafting wrap it up thanksgiving and christmas y'all spend them separately and then the last one stay low all season you know what i'm saying keep that shit to y'all you don't need nobody commenting on it you don't need your aunt you don't post that picture on facebook if y'all sitting up on the couch together cuddled up because your auntie gonna be like oh when do i meet him and then you're gonna put your mans under some pressure and then he gonna leave and then he gonna be ass out during cuffing season and you gonna be dicked out you know during cuffing season and then y'all just gonna be mad at each other and who wants to be mad during the winter it's already sucks outside the fucking snow done turned gray streets are icy you know what i'm saying you got a bunch of salt on your car you gotta fucking warm up your car nobody wants to deal with that so if y'all pay attention to those rules remember those rules you will be a-okay all right moving on to the last segment of the show health over wealth you know what i say without your health you can't enjoy your wealth so uh just going back to the harvey weinstein uh thing i was talking about on the summer jam screen you know teaming up with hove but then on the contrary you know hitting uh clinton up you know about taking the focus off of police brutality against blacks uh to sandy hook and things of that sort. it just reminds me of, of a ida b wells quote and it says the appeal to the white man's pocket has ever been more effectual than all the appeals ever made to his conscience so just thinking about that you know what i say you know you use your use that power of a dollar to make a change you know always put your money where your mouth is and always bet on black meaning support your people you know they got a business up and running help them out because that's creating jobs in your community and you know what that money keeps growing we get these politicians in our back pocket we can finally replace the system of racism white supremacy with a system of justice that is always the goal and no matter what put your money where your mouth is and put that work in okay much love much respect this has been episode 50 of do rags and boat shoes and remember it's cuffing season wrap it up be safe uh, sweet 16 16 on 16 on 16 
When the pressure on me, I cook it. When the feds on me, I book it. When the devil's on me, I shook it. When she put it on me, I took it. These buffoons look at me crooked. Yet all I do is smirk. I devote my life to my party. And yet all I do is work, 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 work to get more loose leaf. I ain't slept in two weeks. Finally, you find your dream. Irony is you lose sleep. So I keep my collar starts and lunch meetings a la carte. I first stepped in this office with my shoes about to fall apart. Beggars can't be choosers. Winners can't be losers A chief must pay dues and buy the slick Rick the ruler Lemonade, agave with naughty water, I'm juiced up Know all about that molly, you can call me man Samusa I'm a city kid but still I'm from the bush, negro Don't need to raise my voice to make you shush, negro Cheapin' in my blood, not just kush, negro Street smart, but I read a fucking book, negro I don't believe in your dream if you say you tryna finna gonna do Still standing in the same place, overthinking what you wanna do Niggas thinking they know everything, they offending those of us who do When you walking on the red carpet, we gon' steal the rug from under you Better move pronto, squanto, or your TP won't be no more They flip projects in the condos, quicker than you can say Jimmy Jim Crow What do I know? Ask Django, I don't talk trash, I rap compost Money come quick and money come slow, get a green game on point like Rondo I'll meet you at the crossroads of the valley in the hills Where the bus took us to school With a bunch of white boys crushing pills They slang a gang of yay But they never went to jail When my negroes caught a case For an eight they went to hell And well, house nigga in the field Trying to get my funds right While the homies in the shadows Mooching off of my sunlight And they want what I earn But I want more than a rapper's worth And they say the grass always green earth Nine times out of ten it's astroturf While I put cash up in her purse Sometimes I dress like a farmer For envy is a weed you should never try the water Better to nip it in the bud Harder to whack it when it flowers See round that Boston Garden I was brought up That Prince and Papa I got the keys, the keys, the keys I got the keys, the keys, the keys Blood on the leaves, the leaves, the leaves Blood on the leaves, the leaves, the leaves Kill a nigga with the gun and disease Make a nigga wanna fly overseas I got the keys, the keys, the keys Pick up the heater and tell him to freeze Everybody can't walk up here As you can see To dinner punk flex This is what we do Listen bruh, 016, we getting up there, we here, you mad, stay mad, fuck yourself. <laughs>